3: Here we are. Look
0: at us. Hey, look, hey, look. Hey. Look at us. Hi. Hey, yeah. Hey Dean. The uh, Tower Chrysler Studios. On, on the road today. A little road trip. On the we road are, with uh, the
3: nation wheels.
0: We are oot in a boot. Today we are at uh, one of our new homes away from home. We are at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. The
3: Grigal. Griggs.
0: We're on the stage bar. We're on top of the bar. Pinder's usually under it. Today we're on top of it. I'd so like to get behind it later
3: as well. I've yeah. been on front of it.
0: Here we are. We are going to be uh, hey, a few times a month, heading out of the uh, the studios in Marteloupe, coming here, doing our thing. Invite you to come down and uh, be a part of it. Come Ooh. see us. Going to be doing some afterburners here as well after some Flames games. I was say, if the
3: Flames don't get their shit together, what a place for an afterburner, right? If you know they didn't want to lose to awful teams continually, uh, that would be a great place to do well and an afterburner. The playoffs. Oh, of course, yeah, all the. Yeah, all the big playoff When they're a one seed welcoming a wild card, we could do our away games from here, right?
0: There is uh, the Redster. Uh, what do you think of the Tower of Chrysler
3: Studios, bud? I think you guys look sharp in there. Yeah. Really good. It's a good setup, Brett. You'd like it. Yeah. Coffee's free all day, baby. You just find that lovely lady on the floor with the oh. coffee cart. Mm.
0: Uh, Alex, uh, Alex was saying in, in the back, it looks like uh, you have sluts. <laughs>
3: There may or may not be, but it's that's, a sign that says slots. That's comedy yeah. right there. That's some comedy.
0: Uh, let's not waste any time. We uh, we need we, we got some things to get to today. The uh, we sat here yesterday on the show as well. First game back after a road trip for the Flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know you kind of had an embarrassing outing against Detroit last week when right. you played them two to one. It was really disheartening. Yeah, but that collapse against Ottawa two nights ago—that's got to be sticking in your craw. You're going to come, come out fired up. You're going to come out and uh, avenge all of that. And I'll—I'll just—I'll hand it over to you, Rhett, because they—they—they <laughs> they weren't blown out of the water. They—they—they they, they lost the lead. They tied it. They were in the hockey game to a point. You got the goaltender in the net, I think, that everybody wanted, that we all felt wanted, we wanted it in the net. And even more so, a lopsided loss to Detroit than it was a week ago. Walk us through it. What would you see?
1: I just saw, again, that team that isn't really committed to winning. And I don't think there's a lot of heart in there right now. I mean, <laughs> we're, can we press repeat? on an like earlier show and just go play this, yeah. go play the slots because we're talking about the same thing. You're talking about teams that aren't supposed to be as good as the Flames are. Mm-hmm. And a team that should be desperate for a win in the Flames should be getting home. You know, Take away though, it's hard to play at home after a long road trip. It doesn't matter. You're not in a position <laughs> to take nights off. But... But I don't think they care enough. And it's sad, and I'm sick of talking about it, to be quite honest with you. Me berating the Flames for flowing, showing up and playing a shitty hockey game and having a goaltender get up soft goal, well, you've heard me say it before. Everyone's bored of it. He's fatigued. Enough. It's been a week of this Changed show. Change something.
3: Right? <laughs> it's been a week of doing the same show. Well, but, it's, it feels like
1: it's been more it's than been that. It's been more though, the, right? of it for yeah. me. I've done I, it for longer. You guys held out hope a lot longer than I did
3: kept waiting to see some stabilizing here and it hasn't really happened. I mean, I think if there's one thing that this group has been, it's incredibly inconsistent and maddening. Like you just don't know what you're going to get to the point where I almost expect them to look a lot better against New York on Saturday because well they, you know, they seem to play well against good teams and they seem to shit the bed against bad teams. It's 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 wild to watch this group play because even beginning of last night they had a really nice stretch and you're like, "Okay, here they go." And then it's just like sleepwalk through the second Three offensive zone penalties. It feels like the game's on the line early in the third. You got a power play. It's like okay, you get it within one. Here you go. Instead, the other guys score. And I, I was at the game. I left. I was like, I, what was it 15 minutes left? There was no way they were coming back. Like they it's down three that point. See you that. make
0: about the Rangers. You come and you expect them to play well. Does that? Don't you feel like that has more to do with the Rangers being the Rangers than the Flames answering
3: the bell? What do you mean the Rangers should be harder to play than Detroit? Well, the no, better. but that's
0: what I'm saying. They all the flames seem to do is just play to the level of their competition. Yeah. I don't give. I'm. I'm not. As I sit here, I'm not really prepared to give them any more credit if they're good Saturday.
3: No, it's it, it, to the it's point. Also, kind of oh, you've got a good opponent now. You play better. Well, what the? That's that, f- that's the talking? inconsistency we're talking about. That would be the season in a nutshell. To to lose a season series, get zero points against Detroit, and to you know like beat Tampa at home like they did on the last home stand or to, you know, get three out of four points against the Rangers who look really good if they were to win, for example. But you just don't know what you're going to get. Um, like if Truba, Rhett said this last week earlier this week, if like if Truba doesn't run you know, Dubé and then Kadri and Sammy Blay doesn't run over Milan Lucic is it an invested Blais, physical yeah. game or is it just, you know, like I don't want to give them too much credit for for that, to your point, because of course you got to stick up for your teammates, but I just I don't think it's a bad group of players, but the fit isn't working. Like, I think individually, there's a lot of very good players here, but for whatever reason, this group cannot put forth a 60 minute effort regularly.
1: It's win one, lose one. You got uh, <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. And I, what changes <laughs> you could you, you you stick to it, and I keep that's what I keep coming back to now is that what changes we've talked about it but something has to change are you gunning coaches well the gm is that you the just first gave change, are you gunning gms
3: i mean i just look at the contractual status i, I don't think that true living's more I, I, of an I, issue than where's center. the just, issue yeah. but where
0: where is the issue if you want if you yeah. like to Rhett's point if you yeah. really want to get at it what do you do
3: well, you got, what, seven games now to the deadline? Six? So I, I think you give them that runway. I hope this team, honestly, it, it, rather than like a 2-2-3 two, two and three mark or something into the break here, you'd almost rather they lose five in a row. Like, like By all means, we'd love five wins. It's just hard to I imagine would... this group doing it. But you'd love the GM to get a good message because if you know they're going to miss, shit, you could sell some assets and help turn this thing around. That's
1: they're, all they're just gonna probably get. too good to to lose that many, right? They're going to win a couple, and they'll stick in there and kind of ride it out and be close and annoy us even more.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like. But yeah, I don't think you can do anything right now. I think you have to give them till the deadline. Your GM at that point, it's interesting. I mean, okay, so let's say they're they're out of it, and there's a bit of a gap. Like, True Living doesn't have a contract. How does the deadline even operate at that point? Like, do you let a GM without a contractor on the deadline? Um do you terminate a GM? Do you let it come to its expiry on June 30? They then did they it the last ways? time. Like, I don't know.
0: Because he was without a contract. He didn't re-sign an extension the until prop. the season was over. So he's done a, a trade deadline as a lame duck, if you want to call it that. Okay. So, I mean, are they going to fire him in, in the next two weeks? I
3: don't see it that no, way. But it complicates, you know, if, if this guy's going to What does that anyway? change
1: anyway? Yeah, go ahead. I'm just yeah. He's with everything that's going on. I'm I'm expecting Brad Schilling isn't driving this bus come July. I I mean, I'd be I'd be stunned. I mean, and I don't care. I'm not against Brad Schilling. I'm just I just don't see. Well, if you wanted him back, you'd sign him, or he doesn't want to come back. It's one or the other, right? And I don't think it matters. Well, because I'm, he's assembled this team, and they're no effing good.
3: I, I'm worried so about who would replace him. Has to, that's, that's a concern for me. This, well, this organization that. does not have a track record of bringing in people that are good at this job. It's almost always first-timers or heavy retreads. That's that's our summer-fall show. So yeah, fair.
0: That, that we yeah. can have that content. But to your point, Rhett, what does it change? If you if you really want to salvage this season, and you feel that the playoffs, you can get you Just get in. Chip in a chair, you get in, mm-hmm. and anything can happen. <sighs> What do you do? I want to bring up this. Uh, there was a tweet, and uh, he, he's good at it. Player agent Alan Walsh, who is the player agent for uh, Jonathan for Jonathan Huberdo, among other people. Remember, he he had the the tweet that went out about Mark Andre Fleury and had the DeBoer <laughs> spear he's through a the back. Media hero. He is one of those guys, and he he defends his clients as you would expect. That's nothing new, but he yeah. goes. He's very outward about it. Here's the tweet that he sent out. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Also, negativity sucks the joy right out of players. CC the the Calgary Flames. And he tagged the Flames in that tweet. So a couple of things. Obviously, the trying, just continuing, do it again, do it again. That is, uh, that is what they say insanity uh, comes down to. And then the negativity sucks the joy right out of the players.
3: Uh, I think that's pretty obvious where that's pointed.
0: You brought it up a while ago, retro, about the room. You just kind of got the sense that there wasn't something quite right. Uh, the Caudry comment, again, maybe maybe we're sniffing. Maybe we're finding stuff that we really want to find. But when uh, when Frank Saravelli asked Caudry Q- on the podcast the other day, the Flames make the playoffs if, and he says, we start playing like a team. Yeah, not continue, start. Start playing like a team and then there's talk of and then there's this the the negativity in a way we all know this is happening right this is not this is not breaking news but what it does it seems to enforce that view if you have it that there's things aren't right in the room that the makeup isn't right if it isn't obvious enough in the results then we're getting enough clues aren't we there's got to be fire where there's there's enough smoke now jesus
3: negativity this is daryl I don't think it's like, man, Chris Tanev sure does. He's so negative. Like, this is clearly about the way this coach goes about his business. And today's player is a lot different than the player 15 years ago. Never mind 30 years ago. And, you know, we're now 15 years past that 0 team you played on, Rhett. But, like, you've always said, like, Daryl would break guys down in a sense and would be very negative, um, it this is what he's talking about, isn't it? And I, like and it I, is,
0: it's one hundred percent what he's talking about.
3: And so I get that Alan Walsh is trying to defend or stick up for his client, but Daryl with an extension in his pocket getting called out on social media it changes what? It doesn't make him wrong. No, he's just right. because Daryl's got yeah. a
0: fucking extension doesn't mean that he's the right guy. Oh, I'm not saying if he's. you want to fix it, if you want to fix it, yeah. Where is the problem? I think the coach is a major issue. The players are done with the coach. I, I've seen seen it. It. It's, a, it's a tale well, as old as time. It,
1: it, I'm not saying they aren't, but it's also a fucking cop-out. It's an easy... Sure I it mean Daryl pushes buttons, and he can be a real prick to play for, but he wasn't last year, apparently. He was a great guy, yet last year. Well, so, I think I mean, just- some of it comes down to the... Ner- you put I up with when you're
3: winning, right? Don't you? You uh, put I, up with stuff more?
1: I'm being a di- I'm being yeah, – yeah. my point is – I think you're You're not picking up on my point. Like, at some – there has to be some accountability on the players. For sure. Right? Like, Daryl hasn't changed that much from last year. And coaches wear out their welcome. Yeah. And Daryl's just a tip. Does it too. Blah, blah, blah. But – Protect your, I mean, if we're we're talking about Walsh and his idiotic tweets that nobody really gives a shit, I mean, I'm sure it gives him a whole bunch of of followers, and that's great, and I don't care. But to your point, Peter, it doesn't change anything. Thanks for pointing out the obvious. Yeah. Like, we needed you to clarify what insanity means. The issue I have is that he wants to protect his his client. His client should go play hockey. Yeah. Shut up and play hockey. Put up some points. No one, get, no one's going to complain about Jonathan Huberdeau if he's putting up points. And I don't care how much Daryl's a prick. He doesn't influence how you skate, yeah. or handle a puck. You might like. You can rise above the negativity and still perform. And there's been plenty of players. Dustin Brown did not get along with Daryl Sutter. They won two Stanley Cups. They, right, like. So go do your job
3: yeah
1: and if Daryl's still a problem sure give him the heave-ho but if, if there's you know what I mean what what do they say if you're pointing there's three pointing back at you like
3: a lot of fingers No, those thumbs. guys in the room can the take, vibe, right
1: yeah those guys can take a lot of responsibility too because go back over the course of the last well 40 games how many? Have they shown up and absolutely put a stamp on it and said, from start to finish, we're 60 minutes, we're, we're going to take this one. We're desperate for a win. There's like a been games where maybe, they should right? damn well be. Yeah, there should be games where they're damn well should be desperate for a win. Guess what? They're not winning them. Yeah.
3: I think the biggest challenge they're facing, Dino, is that, like, let's say the organization understands that Daryl is the issue and, like, okay, this is a problem. And I think Dustin Brown's a good example because he played well for Daryl to a point. And then he got shuffled down the lineup. Daryl talked about him as if he couldn't play in the league anymore. His numbers went to shit. Daryl left, and Dustin Brown had this massive bounce back. We talked about it last week with what's an example of a guy that got a big deal and, and you thought he was dead and he came back to life. We mentioned Skinner. Dustin Brown's another. He, he was played so far down the lineup and... Unused by Sutter, that we thought he wasn't a functional player anymore. And I think he's bounced back and scored 30 after Daryl left. But I just don't. This organization has no track record. If the coach is the issue, to be able to, with an extension in his pocket, change the coach. And so, even if you want to make that decision, what I'm a lame duck GM and I want to fire the coach with an extension. Like,
0: who the hell's green lighting that? All, I'm not saying that that you're. If you're if you're asking me you're the more issue, likely to what do you do, Daryl?
1: Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I was just gonna. I, you're more likely to see Daryl GMing than fired, which is worse than. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, I don't disagree. I. I wow. Well, I, whatever. I, I'm not saying I mean, that he's. That if he, he stays out of the room and his negativity is gone, then maybe it's not a nightmare. Well, his draft and development,
3: via. his free agents. It was. It was really something. He was out of his league. I
1: it, understand. I understand. Yeah. It's a tough spot. But, but what have we got? What have we gotten out of the last ten years?
3: Well, at least you're. You know. They're much more competent at drafting and developing. But, again, that's a low bar. They, they couldn't do that Who, worth a shit.
1: Who's, yeah, like...
3: In the 90s. I mean,
1: I guess I keep, I keep forgetting that a whole whack of guys have left. But also, they had to be shitty to get those high draft picks. No,
3: so. but they've mined some good late anyway, picks. Anyway, I don't think they're exceptionally bad. They're probably a middle third in the league in terms of draft and develop. And I thought Daryl was one of the worst when he did it. Like, awful
1: well he didn't have a great record on it but i don't know anyway are i think we're splitting hairs here i, I think that it's are they going to draft that much worse and be that you know what i mean as a gm again we're playing the what if game for i don't know what reason but yeah, I, uh, I don't think he was a good gm but
3: yeah, I, I think what it's, we're seeing here is a guy trying to amass power in the organization, and I, I see this as an almost untenable spot for the current GM. Beyond that now, you know
0: that Daryl doesn't give – he won't care about no. what Alan Walsh or anything, but what it does do is what what how does Huberdo handle this? Because now the guys in the room say, oh, your agent went to Twitter for you, you hate the coach, or what, whatever the thing is. The players, will be, if there's a rift between he and the coach or the coach just isn't a fan, they know that. But know. now how does Huberdeau react to this? Is it just the same? Does, he's going to be asked about it in the media. You know, the people are, you know, for Francis, they've got to go and ask him about this now. What does that do to him moving forward, even in the short well, term?
1: If, he, if he's not an if he's not an idiot, he tells him to go talk to Alan Walsh. Walsh says, I didn't. It's not my quote. Talk to my, you know, He put it out there. Go talk to him. I mean, that's the response he should have as an answer. I didn't tweet anything about our team or our coach or our locker room. My agent did. He can do whatever he wants. He's a free person. That's I've got no control over that.
3: And so I see what Alan's trying to accomplish, right? Like he's putting a spotlight on a situation that's not functional, but he might be making it worse for his client. Like, how's Daryl going to look at Hubert when he walks in today? Like I know what Alan's trying to do, but it yeah, might you do the be the exact da- opposite, right? Yeah,
1: You better be damn confident that the the change is going to benefit your your client as opposed to hinder and hurt them. And I, you know what? I'm going back to where at the start of the year when they made these effing trades and they had to sign these effing guys, and everyone told me, oh, you're an idiot because they have to sign these guys. They have to sign. We got to. I get that there's a... There's a – that Daryl Sutter is the focal point of all these, and he's the guy – when you're at the head of – if you're the guy driving the bus, yeah, you're going to be responsible for for where it's headed. But they assembled a bunch of players that had never played together that might not jive, and they signed them all to long-term effing contracts. Daryl didn't do that. Nope. Now, Daryl should be trying to work with these guys and make them better. And I, it feels like the problem is I don't think Daryl's deliberately sabotaging. And if that's the case, then you know what? This whole organization's a shits and we should all stop watching. If this is how nasty it is behind the doors of the dome, then we should ignore them and say, we'll come back when you get your shit figured out. Because we shouldn't be, as fans and followers of this team, we shouldn't be forced to watch that. If, if, if there's that much infighting and it's that nasty behind closed doors, why are we paying for tickets? You guys figure it out. Call us when it's done, and we can get behind a team. But Daryl didn't sign those guys. If those guys weren't signed to long-term contracts, we'd be treating this whole season differently. It would have been an experiment, and if it didn't work, you'd be talking about making a trade. Mm-hmm. Hubert will get them out of here. Kadri wouldn't be here, so who knows what that. Uyghur, same thing. You're recouping assets now. Now you're locked in with these guys that don't work, and you got to change the coach, the GM. It's a shit show. Who, who compiled this?
3: Yeah, if they don't get in, this is a shit show for sure, and it's hard to envision this team getting their shit together. The only thing that's saving them really is that Minnesota's in a tailspin and the West isn't that good. Like, it's – the point threshold that the cutoff for the last playoff spot in the West is way lower than what you come to expect on a usual basis. That sort of 95 point line that usually is like, okay, if you get above that, you might get in. You're probably pretty safe to get in. It's way lower this year. And that's artificially, I think, making them look more competitive than they are because they like they, they're gonna they they get a point last night, they're gonna fucking wild card spots. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I mean if they can get in Everyone goes back to zero and zero and anyone in this stupid tournament is a hot goalie away from, you know, maybe getting outplayed but winning a series. And I'm not saying that's likely, but it feels like the only thing that can save this
1: season at this point,
3: isn't it? That they somehow get in and, and start looking like a cohesive unit that they've rarely done this year.
1: Well, let's let's go through the options of change. The change options. You can fire the GM. What the hell is that gonna do? He's gone in the summer really. anyway,
3: right? Yeah. The only way right? you do like, that it, is to, if you want someone else selling at the deadline. Um, and so you would have to make a decision quick, and someone else would have to come in and run the sale. But we're, but, talk, yeah.
1: but we're talking about improving the team to get them into playoffs. How are we going to get into playoffs and actually show that we have a chance at winning? Okay, well, you could get rid of the GM, change GMs. I, I, to me, that does nothing. Okay. Well, you're gonna bring guys. You fire the coach. Okay. Well, who's taking over? And what is the likelihood of that? Not. All right. Just
0: got an extension. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm keeping track. Right? Of these. I'm, I'm so, keeping track of these options. So the GM,
1: coach, GM. Okay, coach. Now, what yeah. what else is there? You can or trades. And who the wants to trade with this team? Because you don't know whether you should be trading or deleting guys.
3: Yeah, if you're trying to get into the but playoffs at all to costs, to bring guys
1: in, yeah, you are we your That would be because horrifying.
3: If you if you moved your first right? or like war so for Pelczy, you'd be like, what so do what you fuck?
1: do you <laughs> do? Yes, what do you do?
3: You got to stand pat. You got to watch a play. You got to
1: get. What's it, Anderson for Pelche? Who's no, happy you, with that? No,
3: and I I think that may be exaggerated. I don't think that makes any sense to for the Calgary Flames. Uh,
1: it doesn't, but that's Josh, the whole problem There's with this—the the team. Yeah, that's the problem with the whole or with the organization as it is. What are you doing with it?
3: Yeah, and what? You're standing pat right now, Rhett. I mean, it's the only thing you can do. To, after walking through the list you gave us, none of those because you're
1: inspired right? by the shit. Because you're inspired by the efforts that these idiots are putting. Like, but, no, but, like no, but that doesn't. They're but, half. They've quit. That, that doesn't fix anything, right?
0: If, if if you want to fix something, standing pat isn't the answer. Change needs to happen, whether it's the players somehow get start playing better, yeah, or or yeah, or you have to change something. Standing pat is the comment. That's just what's going to play out, but it's not going to fix anything.
3: Yeah, no, I, and I don't think there's a, a smart external solution. Available, like sure you could go trade your best prospects in your first, but Jesus, now you're just adding another guy that wasn't here and hasn't played with these guys. Um,
1: it's it's a tough spot. The but- best thing here, I'll give you the answer if you want the right answer. You send uh, Dustin Wolf's your goalie, and you can bring up two other kids and let them fucking play. I I wouldn't mind a Walker Doer right about now. I Listen, I was like going to say if if. If you look at this, I don't team. give a rat's ass what anyone complains about or what the salary cap situation is. You, you're spending the cap; you've got the money to do it. Send those pricks to the miners. I don't need Trevor Lewis on this team. Send him to a contender. Trade him to. A, I'm serious. He's right. contributing nothing, and I don't know him or dislike him. Get him out of there. Lucic, send him to Buffalo. Richie. They need some strength. To, what Richie? Gone. Get him out they're not doing anything they're not doing anything they're taking up space and i actually think richie would be fine if there was other youth involved and he could run around anyway and he's dirt cheap he ain't an issue to me Backlund, gone gonzo next Trade year him.
3: is the last year for Tafoli, lindholm Backlund, tanov Hannafin, zadorov so if you want to move those guys I think it all happens over the off season or during next season. That's the answer. I,
1: that's, of course, I, I, I've been yes, saying, but the that off is, season. I'm talking about now. Yes. How do yeah. we get better now? We don't get into playoffs if we
0: wait till the summer. If you're sitting here now and you look at this team, we aren't good enough. This this collection, it, it's veterans and older guys and high price talent. You know what? It didn't work. Mm-hmm. How do you fix it? You start getting rid of players. You start yeah. changing the players you, so you start shaking I, up I get the it. roster
3: but there isn't expiring contracts on guys that i think are coveted out there I, th- I think next year you would get more appetite for these players when their deals are expiring when there's more caps like everyone's capped out but right? on the flip side but, you always hear but teams, but Ryan, you get two playoff your, your, runs out of a player if you trade for him now so who like i, I get what you're saying I, i'm not against that i just think that it's not like if you don't do it now that it's like shit we've missed the boat i i am curious about one thing is it possible this group of players could work and be a cohesive team and play well and, and make, and be a, a playoff team under a different coach? We don't know the answer to that. And I don't know that we're going to find out because of the contractual status that Daryl's got, but that that's the only thing I wonder about. Like you watch Ralph Kruger's Sabres versus, you know, Granado's Sabres. You see coaching changes on the Island where you go to trots. Like I, 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 I I'm not sure that I have no clue what the answer is, but I don't know that you want. Either way, it feels like Daryl's an issue because you don't want him running a room of twenty-five-year-olds, do you? Like if you're selling, he's not the coach for that. You, you right, and, he he's, and he's still got that fucking extension. Like it's it's a nightmare.
0: I think you look at that or roster. Maybe he is retro, the coach for that. He. You look at that. To your point, all all of those players that either expire at the end of this year, but even next year, as you say, you you can look that look at that list. Who in your mind's eye is going to be here? Who is signing an extension? Who do you want to be here? Who do you realistically think is going to be a Calgary Flame yeah. beyond the end of next season? And if the answer is not that guy, then he's fucking gone. Yeah. And do it now. And I'm just, picking, most, right? I'm just picking right? a yeah. name. Noah Hannafin. You'd get
3: something. Oh, you'd get a shitload for him. For yeah. Noah Hannafin. Yeah, you would. you get a first plus, I'd, I'd assume. Right? He's and a top pair minute munching guy.
0: And does it cut your you right at the ankles if you're the Flames right now? not really you got to replace them. you got to move those minutes you find you, you can get you can go and you can chase the playoffs this year you can get in and all that the whole oh, give, just give me a chance fuck if you're hoping for 4 over again what do you got to cross fingers toes cross them all because that's the only it's a it would
3: take an absolute miracle so let's look at those guys Backlund's been a career flame. I, I think everyone would understand if he wants to move on, or the team wants to part ways. Like, if this is going to be a rebuild, it doesn't feel like a spot you want to be at in the last few years of your career. And he
0: still I think and I don't really want to down stay down here
1: right? forever because I, I think he's here forever.
0: I was going to say I don't want to interrupt you, but he's maybe the one guy I think
3: sure that would have and, the roots that. Would and stay. so let's go elsewhere. Like Toffoli an easy guy to move. He's a, a scoring guy that can play in the top six. That's easy. A guy like Lindholm is a cornerstone piece for this organization and here's my gut on Elias Lindholm he ain't having a fun time this year and so if you wanted to talk extension with him this summer, he's going to say I'm not even thinking about it if the coach is here, and so again the coach becomes a massive issue here Like I think if you like but Lindholm and Hannafin coach? and you want to build around them you could bring them back, but there's no way they're signing up for more of this shit they look like they hate their lives, he's on pace for 20 fucking goals See it. Why? Like who wants to sign up for more Daryl if you have the choice to go elsewhere? It's it, I don't think it was a small part of why Matthew Kachuk decided to do what he did. Like, do we? Re- am I? I don't. Up for I don't necessarily
0: this? disagree, Retro. I just look at it from from real life standpoint. If you're at a job and you like your coworkers and you like what you do, but you hate your boss,
1: fuck. well, why? Why? I, I get it. I get it. And I'm not saying a Daryl is a lightning rod and he's a prick and all all of it. Lindholm's a guy that had success with him last year and didn't hate him. And all of a sudden he does. Now that can change year over year. I'm just, all I want to say is don't give the guys in the room passing grades just because they're players.
3: Yeah, no one's given passing grades. Take some effing
1: responsibility, right? (laughs) Hey, do you know what I
0: mean?
3: Would Daryl
1: have been easier to get along
0: with last year? Would Daryl have been easier to play for last year when they weren't struggling to this degree?
3: 100%. Absolutely. 100%. And, and the other thing is – Every coach is. Of course. Winning is the greatest medicine, right? We get it. Like, you can put up with a lot of shit when the wins are stacking up. And Just like on the flip side, you want to see guys that were pals that all of a sudden don't even want to look at each other and just throw in five losses in a row. Like, it's poison. We get it. We understand that. But there's also the grind that he asks out of you, and you're like, okay, the end of the year's coming. Like, I'm almost there. Am I going to re-up to do more of this? Or like when I'm, I got buddies playing on other teams. They love the fucking guys. I'm talking to Mika Zabinajad in New York. They love Gerard Gallant. Holy fuck. Like, why would I sign up for this? If I can go anywhere, why would I sign up for more of this grinding, playing every single game like it's game seven? It's not. I listened to the Spit and
0: Chicklets podcast this week. And those guys in the same podcast, they had Rod Brindamore on and Ryan Suzuki. And Brindemore, we've said right across. Who wouldn't want to play for this love guy? The guy? Everybody that played with him respects him. All those players love him. The, he's got a very good team, but they love playing for that guy. You hear him talk. You just see the way he conducts himself. Yeah, I, I could, I would take shit from that guy if he comes at me. Uh, that it hits me hard because I know where it's coming from. Suzuki comes on in the same podcast. And they ask him about Marty St. Louis. He's like, "We fucking love Marty St. Louis." The guy's unbelievable. He's hard on us, but we know what he's done. He's fair with he's fair with us if we if and they're and they're a shitty team. They're they're out of a playoff picture. Yeah. I just don't know, man. I I like I like Daryl, right? Yeah. We've we've shot the shit, we've known
1: Daryl for years. I I'm like not making Darryl. an excuse for Daryl. I'm not I'm not trying to deflect from Daryl. All I I think Daryl is a major and he has to be. He's the head coach. You have to be the guy that where the buck stops, right? Like, you have to be that guy. All I'm saying is that there are guys in that room. We said it three months ago when Dara was apparently being a tyrant. Well, where's the leadership to deal with that? Mm -hmm. Aren't there supposed to be guys in that room to to deflect that and figure it out that have been around them? Again, Lewis, Toffoli, Lucic. Lindholm, yep. backland, Tanev, whole bunch of guys that been there long enough and should be like, again, I, I think Daryl probably is grinding these guys, but if they don't have any backbone to stand up to them, then yeah, it's going to be, go shitty. Anyway, uh, we're we're all in agreement.
0: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombus. big comfort for everyone. Go to bombuscom dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase.
1: Yep. We are all in agreement. I just think that there's a little more responsibility that has to be put on the players as well. Boy, and you I- mentioned I'm, just saying, I'm not. A- sorry right? i just
0: paused because Cron asked me about it last night on afterburner and you mentioned dustin brown and that la kings team and that kings team they got to the point that maybe hate is a strong word they were done with their and they locked the fucking door on them and you think of who After was in that cup? room carter brown Doughty, the leadership that they had in that room they told them, hey fuck you this is our team you're the coach we get it but it they ended up taking over, whether that's strategy on Sutter's behalf. And it's not the first time it's happened. It does happen. You know, Bob Hartley, but, Colorado, another. But as you as you take the the roster, and Krohn said, who, who are the guys in the room that are going to be locking the door on the coach and saying, no, no, we fucking got this. Lucic is done at the end of the year. He's maybe that guy. Is Lewis going to fucking... Say, Lewis is the only reason the guy's playing 15 minutes, twi- 16 minutes a night. Like, it should be his best friend.
3: Who... Tanev? Maybe. Well, Seems I, awfully kind of quiet. I don't know who it is. But Okay, so let's say pick a guy and they do go talk to Daryl. What does he do? Is Daryl going to change his ways? I just don't see it. It's the most stubborn cat in town. Like, oh, sorry guys, am I being too hard? Uh, today it's joke of the day. Uh, why did the chicken? Like, no, he's still no, Daryl. Like,
1: wh- wh- yeah, what does... No, no, no. no explain no, no, to me no, how this no, works, no, Rhett. No, no. no, you're, you're all... You're, I'm explaining to you right now is you don't tell Daryl how to do it. You tell the guys after he walks through the room just to ignore it. We know what we have to do. Just fucking ignore him. He can rant and rave, scream, yell, let's laugh about it. Let's go have a beer. Let's enjoy being together. Yeah. If you allow him to influence your day-to-day feelings, well, shame on him, shame on you.
3: It's probably hard to do, right? Like you saying it, it's it's probably really hard. It's not an
1: easy thing, but... that's how it has to work. You're not going to go in and tell Daryl to F off and uh, and ch- change your ways. What you're going to do is say, he's giving us a system, and I don't even think he does much of that. I'm guessing the assistant coaches do. And we have not talked about the assistant coaches. Perhaps it's the assistant coaches that need to take a little responsibility, and they don't understand how to deal with Daryl. And they don't know how to be the – in between the players and Daryl, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that that is what's happening, but there are assistant coaches. Are they doing everything they're supposed to? Uh, there's no way to know, right? I mean, right? They're, it's you know, hard to imagine. Jimmy Playfair, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Rico, Jimmy Playfair and Rico made everything fun for the guys. They knew Daryl was the heavy. Yeah. And, and, and they interacted differently with the guys. Who knows? I'm just—it's a mess. It is. It's, it's a mess.
3: It's a, sit, it's a puzzle that looks really hard to to fix with any sort of ease. Like it feels like there has to be major surgery and a lot of pain. Um, and you know the habits of the organization are not to have two coaches on payroll. They really don't like it. And when they do, they go get cheap replacements that aren't head coaches like Jeff Ward and wow. Glenn Gullitson. So I just like if if you're not gonna entertain the coaching change and I get it right I don't want to absolve the players of responsibility it's just you can't swap out half a roster you can change no. a coach it's the nature no, of the business and if that's not an option for whoever is going to run this team this summer whether that's true whether that's the owner whether that's Conroy whether that's someone else like if that's not a card to play it looks like a lot of misery in the near term and you look well, at Daryl Sutter to
1: the ridiculousness of why did you sign him like, where the, the hell did that The extension made no from? sense
3: to me. I don't get it. And, and I'd love to find out more about that. Um, if you're a GM that knows a guy has a short shelf life, we see coaches all the time coaching into the last year of their contract. That used to be a really big thing. Oh, a lame duck coach. Can't do it. He'll have no power. It happens all the time now. And I just thought uh, at the time, like, why? It's a totally new group. And he's had one good year. Like, are, are they... <laughs> You can all, it's. Are you worried about Daryl leaving as a free agent? Like, no. (laughs) If he does great, you pay him. And if he doesn't, you're like, okay, well, you know, the shelf life of the average coach at two and a half years. Okay, that's about it. I mean, to that extension made no sense to me, and whether Daryl wanted it or the owner wanted it. Or somehow the GM, I just I have the toughest time believing that that was well, a front-burner sure item for Brad Treliving. I like really do. I agree with that. So
0: I, I think we're kind of answering the question, aren't we, without knowing the answer? We have hunches, but why, I, I do know. Ch- why would Treliving feel the need that he wouldn't? Yeah. So who would want it? Would Daryl want it and the owner
3: want it? Daryl would want it. Daryl would sure like it. The owner's a smart cat. I don't know that the owner doesn't know that this guy's got a short shelf life, too. Like I, it's it, it just felt odd, and it came out of nowhere. Like, what? Huh.
0: And for Daryl, I was going to say, and we can move on. Here's a guy who's top five, top ten across the board in games coached and wins and all of that. He is doing things the way he believes they should be done, that have worked for him in the past. Is he now, at this point in his life and coaching career, going Mm -hmm. to start questioning what he's doing? You have to morph and change. But he's he's doing things the way he's He's done things.
1: And he's expecting his players to respond in certain ways, and they aren't. So, the mix is wrong. Yep. And <laughs> you can blame whoever you want, but it ain't no good.
0: And you—you know you can blame Afterburner. Yeah, i fucking that's some, blame Afterburner. That's some bullshit. What
3: the hell did we do to this team, Brett? Fuck.
0: Two, six, and four. Two. Ooh. Two, six, and four. Blame. Don't blame us. It's not our freaking fault.
1: Two wins in
3: 12?
0: Two out of
1: 12. It's decent. Again, and then you look at it and you go, they just need to get on a run. They'll be right there. It'll be fine.
3: It's the shittiest (laughs) fucking division in hockey. You look at it. It's like, okay, Vegas has no goalies you've heard of and stones out for maybe the season. Edmonton can't defend worth fuck. Like, Sure, they can score five a night, and they're a wild card team. They have the best player on the fucking planet. They're a wild card team. You don't know what they're getting for goaltending.
1: Yeah.
3: Seattle's coming back to earth. They might sell because they understand they got twenty thousand people on a season ticket wait list, and that it isn't about this year. If if they've got a guy that's expiring, like if you can go get some young, more young players to build around Wright and Baneers and these good young players, they might sell. Calgary, it's like fuck on paper in the summer. It looked good. It sure doesn't look good on ice this year. Like this division is so bad, they're they're still in it. Like you Jesus. know what though,
0: what's frustrating. And I said this to Croner last night. It feels like because we do this stupid show every day. And I just you go over the checklist of things that we didn't like. Well, you're bring bring up the kids, bring up Pelche. Why Phillips, bring up Phillips, bring up Pelche. They bring him up. Oh, okay, it didn't not instant
3: Well, 11 well, okay, minutes for Phillips. Hang
0: man. on. So then Pelche, like get Pelche up. Pelche's up. Well, you got but you got Luci on the second line. Get him off. LJ to the second line. Okay, well, you know what? Now you're playing the wrong goalie. you got to get Vladar in there. Play Vladar more. They put Vladar in last night, 5-2. Well, mm-hmm. fuck. And yeah. so you look at it now. It's like, well, now what do you want? I, I don't know. I, I'm i with you. I feel like the roster construction, we're, we're, can they go on a run? Anybody can, yeah. right? You look across sports, there's been miracle Cinderella runs. But it just looks like, as I, you it's look at it, see. well, you better put Huberto with,
3: I, I don't know. I, I will say this, <laughs> Vladar has lost his last two and is 10-2-3 in his last 15. I, I just I hate the, the, the sense that Daryl's going to go back to Markstrom tomorrow because it feels like what he'll do. But I, I, I feel like it would be nice to give the guy a run. And maybe it doesn't work. Last night was not a good example of it. Uh, but he has been pretty dependable outside of only a couple games here. I'd love to see it. Not that that's the be-all and end-all, uh, but it's like if Markstrom's in I'm on Saturday, it, I feel like it's one nothing, three shots in again for the Rangers.
1: I'm, I'm fine with playing Vladar. It's just I'm not uh, after last night, I don't know that. It's not the magic potion, It's right? one game. And, it's only
3: one, yeah, it's and it's the worst game not, in a
1: while. You know what? I'd have more excitement if they brought Wolf and said, you mm-hmm. go, we're going to run with you. And I would be like, yes, let him run.
3: It's interesting conversation. I mean, I know that the, the detractors of that move would say young goalies can be ruined by coming up too soon, but it's not like you're bringing them oh, in to run the show like Carter Hart here. If he doesn't him, play well, you can send him right back, right? If you have Jacob
1: Barkstrom well, and Dan Vladar, no, no, I,
3: I'm not saying deal. now, but if you were out of it with ten games left,
0: well, I, well, yeah, but that's not that's not what you mean, right? Red, you're you're talking like bring him in, play the kids come in at the end of the year when you're out of the playoffs or whatever, you give them NHL time. But he's not ready to be a a potential answer to the situation.
1: Something Something major has to change to create a bond or an explosion or a whatever in that dressing room. There has to be a binding moment, a come to Jesus, a rally cry a song because you're drunk in philly and you're the st louis blues and we found a song yeah you need something yeah. to galvanize this crew you could fire people change this do uh, there are different options but the only way that this team makes the playoffs and makes you feel like they got any chance is if something happens Maybe it's a brawl. Maybe it's a this. I thought the Rangers thing might be hits. beautiful. And then Anderson gets hit and on his scooter. There it. they are.
3: They didn't take. They yeah. didn't use
1: them. Let's they're, rally. There were your moments. Let's rally. Come to. Like they've had two in the last week. Nothing and a half. The Truba games fights, Bears. and that's why Rasmus. Like come on, they, boys. They got and, and Daryl can make it miserable, but Daryl doesn't make you not like playing with your teammates. And to me that. They might not like playing for Daryl, but they sure don't love playing for each other. That's fair.
3: Doesn't look like it.
0: Let's do the Pinder report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. The website is villagehonda.com. The all-new CRV hybrid it arrived. We were there for it. It was a big night. Big the deal. new Honda Passport Trail Sport is in stock. The uh, the new Accord, the newly redesigned Accord, is on the way. Many good reasons to head to the Northwest Auto Mall and visit everybody at Village Honda villagehonda.com it is the pinder report
3: fellas last night at the dome the first of a three-game homestand for the calgary flames the Red Wings' chance for revenge finally dean after that disheartening 2-1 loss in motown uh no not unlike the first time they met eight days ago a goal in the final minute of a period seemed to swing the momentum in the contest uh, another loss 5-2 For the Calgary Flames falling at the hands of Detroit, the Wings get all four points of the season series. If you missed it last night, still out there on the interwebs. Afterburner, it was Brent Cron sitting in the guest chair with Dean last night. Let's have a listen. But this, this does not look like a team. This
0: just looks like another three forwards and two D every 45 seconds to a minute
3: hopping over the boards. It's all right now. There's no purpose. There's zero purpose. There's no desire. These guys are just hopping over the boards, like you said, just doing their job, so-and-so, you know, quote-unquote, just getting out there, going in for a shift change. There's nobody that's getting pissed off out there. There's nobody that's losing their mind. If you're going to lose a game like this, grab somebody and beat the shit out of them. Do, Do it with a purpose. Get yelled at. Oh, where was this emotion? All game, I don't care. There's zero emotion out there from any of these guys. All there is is leaning over with their sticks on their shins, with their head down. Oh. Yeah, not uh, their most inspired effort, Dane, to be sure. Felt like that Dubay goal, okay, maybe, but then no, nah, right back the other way. And 3 ozone penalties, like, geez, that, it's just, they didn't look like a smart hockey team nor a hardworking one last night. It was go through the motionsville. And felt for Vodar
0: early. The first goal goes off of Stone's hand and in. Yeah. Right? Like it, if you look at the ankle, it was probably going to miss the net altogether. And last it minute of stone play. There. And, in. and then Stone takes a penalty and they score on that power play. It, it was one of those
3: nights. And the bingo card would have been full. They had the post early with Hubert. <laughs> like it was all the hallmarks of this season were on display last night. Um, and you left. I don't leave. I left. Dunn's? I was like, what's the gift for the guy just? throws up the paper fuck it i'm out of (laughs) the the table five two dutton's all right what's left no Uh, ship but uh here's alan walsh he didn't finish early he waited till the very end you know and nobody represents their clients and goes to social media and tweets things that probably won't help anything at all for his client like alan walsh noted michael frolic usage expert alan walsh um I get what he's trying to do. It's just not going to work, Alan. (laughs) Sorry. Like, oh, oh, is this, uh, was I being too hard on your clients? I'll bring them in. We'll have tea this morning.
1: I I get the negativity part because I know he's taking a shot at there. Yeah. I don't get why he's giving us a definition. The quote for uh, for people listening.
0: The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Also, negativity sucks the joy right out of the player's. CC, the Flames. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's—is it line mates? Is it the coach? Like, how to what scale is he talking about? uh, What's the and if it it is
1: line mates? uh, If it is line mates, f you Huberto. (laughs) It's not like you've played with the same line the whole year. You've had different line mates. How about you perform?
3: Fucking Lucic there three weeks ago.
1: I was was just (laughs) going to say an
0: upgrade on this line. (laughs) I like that you cleaned up the f you for the. uh, for the listening audience, thank I'm you. I'm cleaning man. it up for you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, <laughs> You know what uh, also would tie into maybe not being happy is not having good seasons. Uh, here's a little tidbit from the hockey writers. The two players in the NHL with the largest point per game drop from last year to this year. You guessed it. Both, Both members of the Calgary Flames. Both. Nelson Kadri and Jonathan Huberdeau.
1: And Kadri so, was our all-star. Uh, well, you got it somewhere, right? <laughs> Come
0: on! Yeah, and I bet if you spun it and looked at goaltending numbers, a big, big drop there You too. probably have a significant. Well, drop I
3: know Mark Markstrom's from... got nine less shutouts, so that probably wins that category. Yeah, nine less <laughs> shutouts. A, a lot, a, uh, a lot more. Like the
0: number for the goals against is a lot
3: higher. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. they're five-on-five save percentage fifth worst in the NHL. That's bad. Really bad. Uh, standings look like this. I mean, for all the negativity, it feels like we're talking about a Connor Bedard team. Sadly, we're not. They're right in the mix. For the final spot in the West, yeah, tied on points. Yeah, one point out. And Minnesota's got a game in hand, and they're <laughs> or, or, circling yeah. the toilet bowl right now <laughs> as well. It's a race to the bottom, folks.
0: <laughs> Minnesota's lost five of six, didn't play, and passed them.
3: Yeah, there you oh, go. Awesome. Uh, here's your schedule coming up. If you want to learn about the Flames, Rhett, I know the, the deadline's halfway through this, but it's pretty much a row of playoff or playoff-caliber teams for the next 10 this, uh, courtesy Adi James. Doesn't
1: matter. Cause you don't know how they're going to play against shitty teams. I totally don't know they're going to play bad against good. It, it, might, it might actually might in a weird thing. way
3: be a good thing for them, but it is not, uh, powder puffs. And not that you you've ever well, I, chalked up two points with the flames anyway, this year. There it is. Rangers, Philly, Arizona. Okay. So Arizona is not great, but they're playing loose and free, uh, Philly, not sure exactly what you are. The rest are pretty established playoff teams. And the Wild, who you're competing with, two games against the Wild in four nights, pretty huge in March. The other thing that we
1: haven't brought up. I wish you up, had those before the trade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: seriously.
0: Magnus Helberg. Yeah. Back up. Wow, Mads, third stringer to start the year. Mad Sogard. Third stringer. Jackson Stauber. Third stringer. They've all beaten you. Yeah.
3: They've all beat. But you've you. been Christopher Gibston a lot so, this year.
0: So if you're kind of, oh, geez, what's the lineup tonight? Oh, maybe, hey, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a soft touch here. Forget about it.
3: No such thing
1: with this group, to be sure.
3: Uh, NHL, we're getting ready for that outdoor game. I know you're, you're pumped, Rhett. You're flying down to Raleigh, is that right? To go see the, the Canes
1: No, but my and Caps? kid's playing in the outdoor game on Monday. My kid's playing an outdoor game on Monday.
3: In Buffalo or in Carolina? Where
1: the. No, where the college game is being played in Cleveland.
3: Oh, there you go.
1: Brown Stadium.
3: Do you know what colleges are playing? I'm putting you on the
1: spot. It's Michigan and Ohio State.
0: Oh, wow. That'd be fun. Is BMO going to be there?
1: (laughs) Probably will be.
0: They love him there. Do they? He was very good. He was a very good Wolverine.
3: Huge. Major League Baseball players arriving showing up and opting out of their contracts Dean as Manny Machado met with the oh. Padres and with the media and said, yeah I'll opt out after the season there's a lot of cash out there gotta go get it baby <laughs> and why wouldn't you it's uh, <laughs> remember like the last couple off seasons it was like no one was getting signed until January they're icing these guys out all the money was thrown around this year they got that new CBA done I was like, yeah if I can make another five sheets a year why wouldn't I opt out I can still sign with the Padres what the hell <laughs> and he's not the only one that doesn't really care to Lock up long term is superstar unicorn Shohei Otani has said I'm an angel for this year and that's what I'm focused on I'm not thinking or talking about anything beyond that uh, He gone or he gone
1: He gone? Come on Toronto
3: They spend they though. Get right like they do spend. They spend but they don't win right That's the problem that Otani's probably looking at Like he want to win It's not like He's going to get his money anywhere right as a free agent Oh yeah So
1: it's like well you want to yeah, win you Don't, don't you? want to be it Anaheim, what kind of history are you going to leave in the game if you play for my trout, right? Your whole career. Trout.
3: Trout's taking the money cool. and his cool. like,
1: trout. trout. Trout, silly little trout.
3: Pretty little trout. Jump right up. Tigers back in LA, Rhett. His first tournament of the season, the Genesis. It's kind of his tournament, right? He's got the big sponsorship deal with them. He hosts. And I uh, said, I wouldn't be playing if I didn't think I could win. Proof of that on the 14th today. This is earlier this morning, Retro.
1: of his wheelhouse usually that
0: five to eight feet this on a
1: superb line if it's the right way and yeah,
3: big kick and roll towards the cup tiger woods at 14. tiger woods at 14. <laughs> three Inside inches foot. four His inches looks
1: fat tiger fat well he's not fat.
3: You know who uh, also looks fat but is definitely not was an inebriated Travis Kelsey, who was a phenomenal MC yesterday in Kansas City at the Super Bowl parade. This is a very small sampling. There is a ton of Travis Kelsey hyping up the crowd like The Rock at WrestleMania. He was unbelievable.
2: Run in back. Travis. Hey, and trail in this thing how we supposed to. You got to fight. For your right to party, <laughs> and we go <gonna> party.
3: <laughs> yeah, they are. Rhett, it's a Friday. Friday,
2: and back. Friday. We're
3: gonna end on that note. They're, Friday Friday they're gonna party, and and so should you, Rhett. What a enjoy that song your is still such a banger. vice to. Oh man.
1: I need to party.
3: Well, you got to fight. I was ready to just celebrate a huge <laughs> Flames win at Dutton's last night. Didn't happen. I'm ready. Let's go. Peter report
0: a presentation of Village Honda. Get those detailing packages. They start at just seventy nine ninety five. Protect your vehicle from the harsh elements of winter and just have a beautiful, pristine, clean car. Book your details today online, villagehonda.com. We're here in the Tower Chrysler Studios, which is on location today. We're at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Look at this, eh? It's, uh, usually when I'm in a, in a casino at this time of day, it's uh, I'm in Vegas. Cause That's I, right. I can't sleep or, or something's going on. You're just kind of walking, sifting around. Oh, it's I Vegas. Go. Of course you're one of those. Play three. three card. Three. No, I'm not going to play Oh, what's that? Huh? Caribbean poker? Uh, I don't know. Really? Uh, do, you, uh, do you like to touch the felt, Rhett? Do you like to get um, out there, play some cards every once in a while? Tickle the felt? That's right.
1: Oh, I was a big gambler. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know
3: where I'd t- I want to go more here. Him regaling us with with gambling stories, or the time he went back to the camera room and asked people to follow some girl around a casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how
0: did that go again? It was just someone. Did she steal wallet? You gotta your have wallet, some
1: or? pull to get that. Serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, old friends.
0: Old, friends. old friends. old Old I think this blonde in a tight miniskirt. I think she took my wallet. Old friends. I'm going, and I'm going to need her contact info as well <laughs> yes.
3: because I may press charge. Need to know what room she.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, montana's barbecue and bar it is the family day long weekend why not gather the kids gather the family gather your buddies do whatever head out to montana's barbecue and bar go to montanas.ca find the one nearest you and just start chowing down there's daily oh, deals nice. they've got the comfort menu and of course there's a draw at every location you could win a uh, with everybody the fridge. You, you buy a Molson Canadian, you in, entered to the draw for the fridge, you can win a trip to the NHL Awards in Nashville as well. And uh, as well, on our social media, we've extended it to Sunday night, so you got a little extra time oh? to get onto the Flames Nation social media, find the Montana's page, it'll be pinned in there, and uh, do accordingly. You tag, and you like, and you follow, and you get in there. You could be winning a $100 gift card to Montana's. Maybe you use it. See, I was gonna say maybe you use it on Wednesday for all you can eat ribs, but you shouldn't use maybe. Wednesday because you can all you can eat. You just go all you can eat. You'd get a lot of wings on half price wing night.
3: You get a lot of talk on
0: beer too. Yeah, mm. there you go. So go to our social media Flames Nation on Twitter and Instagram, and check out the Montana's posts and get in there. We'll have the uh, winner for you on Tuesday because we're
3: not here on Monday. We will have an afterburner Monday. Monday day off. Monday it's afterburner day off. You in Monday afterburner? Afterburner. Two o'clock matinee against the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. You're traveling on Monday, you are saying? You're going to be yeah. back? Would you be back in time? I'm
1: traveling on Monday. I know there's one game. Probably depend. Anyway, I'll make it. Okay. I don't know if I'll be ready to go immediately following the game. Two o'clock mountain time?
3: Two mountain, four Sabres time.
1: Four. Okay. We should be all right. That I like be it. Close.
3: They'll be wrapping up a two-in-one homestand with back-to-back wins over New York State teams. Philly's not New York State. Whoops. I thought it was. No, nope. what's
0: the Groundhog Day animal? Right. Let's do the Betway bets of the day.
3: Speaking of New York State teams.
0: Yeah, New York State teams. Oh. The uh, Oilers <laughs> are taking on the New York Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Tonight. Two Two of them. <laughs> uh, it's that heated. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, there it's it's it is. Color rivalry, yeah. Rangers at Oilers. I'm going to take the Rangers on the money line. Look plus 105. Plus money
3: for the Rangers. Six I in a row.
0: Are you kidding me? They've been. They've been pretty good. And you know what? I've been dipping in here and there with the Rangers and Zabanajad and all that, and it's been mm-hmm. coming through. I'm uh, going to go with this one. The Nuge and Zabanajad. If each of good. them get a point or more, plus 110. Sneaky good year for Nugent and Hopkins as Sneaky well. Sneaky good year. Scored the other night. He's and it seems like Zabanajad's
3: all over it. It's- Sixty-six points or
1: something.
0: Isn't Jeez. it wild
3: how many guys are having career offensive years for the wild card holding? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the effort, like Barry's having a monster year. Hyman best year of his career. David maybe the best of his. Dry subtle being dry subtle. Barry's got as
1: many points as Huberto.
3: Yeah, I'm surprised. There's more to be honest. Like it's he's on a heater. Who's his agent? Is he tweeting? Is Barry Barry's agent? No, Is Barry? <laughs> no. Those are my betway bets. Len, uh, it's not Len. My Betway Bets of the Day. I'm going to stay in that same game, Dino. Artemi Panarin has loved life since, uh, well, for a while. But now that Tarasenko's on that line with him as a Binajad, piling up points, scoring two. I'm going on the two-point night for Panarin, plus 187. That's a big number. And uh, I'll also take a Zabinajad goal and a Rangers win. Both of those, those things happen, plus yeah. 275. Should be a fun one. It's the first playoff team the Rangers have faced since... Like mid to late Jam. it has been a long run of mediocre clubs, and I feel like um, doesn't mean the Oilers are in trouble, but they should be at least up for this one. There's been a lot of uh, dreary, bottom feeding. Like they lose in the shootout to Philly, they lose to Detroit the other night, they lose Guaranteed to Montreal.
1: So what you're talking about?
3: Kind of. They've lost three of the last four, so we'll see what they do tonight. That way, it's the bad way bats of the day. It is. There
0: Guess it
1: happens to everybody.
3: Guess so. Two wildcard teams just
0: doing, you know, what you do. So it's a Friday retro. Or are you gonna swing by the old liquor store? What's on your uh what's on your docket?
1: I got a five hour drive ahead of me, buddy. It's what? gonna be awesome. Can't wait. To the cleave, eh? I get it. I'm, uh, you know. I'm going to check out that train derailment where all the toxic chemicals have.
3: Right. Danger. Drive yeah. away from that.
1: Get as close as possible. Dumb tournament is like two Is two hours too close I, I mm.
0: so what That's is the situation what I think. You, do you have to drive right by it you,
1: we don't drive right by it but we're driving towards it so
0: because we you're in buffalo and you you it your kids are playing sports and you're going to all these different locations some of them more, you know exciting than the other but do you so where are you going this weekend cleveland cleveland Rock and roll Hall of Fame? Like, do you go on like, kids? Cleveland? No, what, no, no, no. What, what are you do what, in
1: Cleveland? One, one, one kid is going to Cleveland. One kid is going to Johnstown, Pennsylvania, which is the one I'm attending.
3: Yeah, That's the one near the trouble, so, too. You know, yeah.
1: yeah. They're actually both about two hours away. It's not, I'm not overly keen on it, to be honest with you.
3: I'm trying to do the math on the five hour drive or something two hours away? What do you. You're doing both on one swing by, or what? He's got a, two
1: hours from no two hours from the train oh, derailment. Okay,
3: that makes more sense. Irritable bowel, a lot of stops. <laughs> this
0: Trip's taking me five hours. I'm stopping to take a shit all the time. God, sorry, Red. Sorry to a, hear about that. I by
1: IBS the way. is IBS is no fun. It's I no, tell
3: you. it's no joke. The Boomcat's looking in the camera there. I think he's got. So it looks like some first-hand experience. <laughs> it's, no it's, joke.
1: He's, he's pointing. Got his pointer out. <laughs> Let me
3: tell you. That's gonna do it for uh for
1: this one today. I did after yesterday. We, got, we, can't, this we, show, can't, we gotta this ha- show oh, No, we we gotta end on something positive.
3: Positive, positive You guys
1: wanna see my my positive. birthday present?
3: Is it a tattoo?
1: <laughs> it's awesome, and I think all the flames should get one.
3: Then yes.
1: Should I get it for you? Should yep. I get it for you? Yeah. Hang on. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I only have
0: horrible okay, ideas so about my could head. could possibly be. What can I say that wouldn't get us in trouble? Is it something with food? He said the flames. Yeah. The flames. Is this a stupid
3: needed. whoop thing? Remember he had that watch that the told him about strap, his uh, heart rate and sleep?
0: Maybe it's just a something big, big bag of
3: gummies. Something to keep him happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe Something to
3: lighten the mood. Maybe Alan Walsh should send a group. 23 of the most Calgary maybe it's some sort of a
0: tickler Mm -hmm. some sort of a device that uh, gives you the tickle where you need it most when you need it the most I'm Hmm. not sure what could it possibly be well I think think I don't think his kids would be well we we can hear you we're now going to come back to retina we're going to come back Oh, (laughs) jeez.
3: the hell is this
1: this is this is a red light mask for your skin and for your
3: your body look at this idiot
1: he looks like some villain from star it's wars the, <laughs> no no it's called the cleopatra are you from the cleopatra. mandalorian what the hell's happening here charge your mask put your eye protection in the eye slots flip the on switch and then the lights turn on can
3: we screenshot
0: this
1: please so-
3: <laughs> healthy
0: so what does it do for you your skin you said the flames need
1: this parent <laughs> red light therapy uh, i don't really it's so scientific you guys wouldn't understand it's, it's yeah, kind of like a, math above our head, but yeah. i think the flames could use this so was this they're wearing masks because they're yeah. stealing money
0: is this something you asked for or was it uh, bought for you knowing just how crazy
1: oh. a person you are uh. So my birthday was like 3, 4, end of January, and the shoveler was like, I got you a gift, and I really think you're going to like it, and you'll be excited about it, but I, it's not here yet. It's, so it showed up the other day. and Get this. Yeah, she knows how quirky and idiotic I am. So, well, yeah.
0: I know how big a fan you are of uh, wearing masks over the last few years, so I can see why she thought that would be a great gift for you. Looks good.
1: Well, it's not just a mask, right? It's a, it's
0: a red light there, ma'am. It's, yeah, it's a treatment.
1: Yeah. It's a treatment. That's what we needed, Rhett. Thank and you. There's by, our
3: positive
0: note. Going 10, by Michelle.
1: the looks of you on, going by the looks of you on afterburner boom, you could use a little color in your face. I could. So I'm more right down.
3: One. Yeah, I am more right you down. You know what? Do you, take Monday off. what you you not Gonna do it. I'm gonna
1: do it. Look at him. That looks look like look a him. man that's killed someone before.
3: <laughs> that is a grizzled face. <laughs>
1: Health personified right there. That is the picture yeah. of health.
3: You could slide a little toothpick in there. That's kind of, you like got a little, Oh, uh... <laughs> there's Boom. Look at this. Hey, eh? <laughs> look at him go. That's what, That's what I'm doing. doing. You must have oh, been on yeah, gummies. Right I've never uh, seen you that fired up. This is, is this, is, it? this is like your body with my energy here. This is something. I hope Get we all have cakes. that kind of weekend. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's all do it. Love everybody. that shirt
3: too. That snaps for sure.
0: Back Vintage. on Tuesday. Have a great family day long weekend.
3: Enjoy your families. Afterburner Monday as well. Following the
1: Flyers. Oilers. Oilers suck. See you there.
0: Yes. Something. Have a great weekend.